Hello and welcome back to the Politics Unboxed podcast. My name is Reese, and today, uh, as with most days throughout this lockdown, it is going to be another of our coronavirus updates uh, episodes. Uh, I believe this is episode 27, uh, but I'll double check before I put that one out there. Um, and today we're going to be having another look at the news coming out of the UK. We will have another look at, um, well, the, the press conference that was yesterday. Um, we are going to have another focus on Boris Johnson again, just for a little bit of time as Downing Street prepare themselves to publish a statement on his condition. Uh, and we will also, as usual, have a look at some of the global headlines. So to start, uh, let's actually start with the Prime Minister. Um, latest news coming out of Downing Street after Mr Johnson spends a second night in intensive care at St Thomas's Hospital. Uh, they're still saying he's being kept there for close monitoring and that he is comfortable, stable and in good spirits. That coming from Health Minister Edward Argar. Um, Mr Johnson has... Uh, apparently spent a comfortable night and ministers are confident the Prime Minister will recover. Uh, he's a fighter, according to the First Secretary of State and Foreign Secretary, Dominic Raab. Uh, Mr Raab goes on to say that the Prime Minister is being monitored closely in critical care, as with usual clinical practice, um, and that he is confident he'll pull through. Uh, and he will be back at the helm, leading us through this crisis in short order. That was actually at the press conference yesterday, which Dominic Raab, the First Secretary of State and Foreign Secretary, the de facto Deputy Prime Minister and the person deputising for Boris Johnson uh, whilst he is, uh, well, incapacitated uh, or um, not able to discharge his duties as he would like. Um, Mr. Rob has been taking his place in some of the press conferences and chairing the committees. Um, so that update from Downing Street saying that the Prime Minister's condition is stable and that he is still not on a ventilator, although he has uh, had some non-invasive oxygen, which either means a mask or the little tube that uh, just goes into the nose, which sort of starts to push oxygen around the body rather, um, well, it's sort of sort of like a mask. They are comparable stages of the uh, of the oxygen procedure. I'm um, certainly not a ventilator or this compressed pad uh, idea where there's continuous pressure. Um, People who've had sleep apnea may well be familiar with that particular treatment. So um, we're going to go back to Tuesday's briefing now. Um, so we can have another look at the uh, well, the latest figures for deaths in the United Kingdom. Um, this is a, a record increase, I'm afraid. 786 coronavirus hospital deaths uh, occurred on Tuesday, uh, meaning the number of coronavirus hospital deaths in the United Kingdom has risen to 6,159. Um, this is a new high, but again, there have been various um, well, various statistical uh, changes or updates or delays in reporting these figures. So whilst these figures are bouncing around between, I think we had 400 or so, they have four, um, 700, nearly 800 um, in yesterday's official figures, we will actually have to, to wait and see where this figure settles at before we have a full picture of what is actually going on because there could be delays in reporting these statistics. Uh, there could be all manner of statistical anomalies going on. Um, 
the government's chief scientific advisor, Sir Patrick Vallance, did however say that it is possible that we are beginning to see the curve flattening and that the number of coronavirus cases in the UK could be moving in the right direction. But, and he stresses this, it could be another week or so before he could be sure. Um, these number of new cases, um, again, this, this decrease in it, is all to do with the social distancing measures ensuring a reduction in the transmission and therefore um, con contagion of these new cases. And um, the BBC's head of statistics, Robert Cuff, uh, said that if there was any silver lining to these grim figures, they now represent the fourth day in a row of below trend growth. Uh, here's a piece of analysis on the BBC News website saying that if the trend had continued, we would have been expecting to see around 1,400 deaths for Tuesday, so 786 is quite a lot lower than that. Just going back to Tuesday's briefing, uh, the first patients have now been admitted to the NHS Nightingale Hospital in East London two weeks after the hospital was formally announced. Um, the stress limits have not been reached at other sites in London. They are now uh, moving them to the Nightingale Hospital in order to make sure that those limits are not reached elsewhere across the capital. Um, as well as this, 14 public transport staff have now died from the virus in London, including nine bus workers, and now um, buses are trialling, allowing passengers to get on only through the back to avoid getting near the driver, and there are also now uh, rumours or murmurs of having protective screens put in, um, put in in the uh, well around the bus driver's cab area to make sure that they cannot be getting too close to the bus driver or are getting within that two meter limit. Um, supermarket Tesco is saying most food will still need to be bought in store now, as it's not able to uh, meet the home delivery demands. The number of people who've been uh, trying to book new slots. I know there have been a lot of people around where I am trying to book new delivery slots, uh, but Tesco is saying that food will still need to be bought in-store rather than getting new delivery slots, and Sainsbury's is going to be removing restrictions on thousands of its products as the stock levels recover. Uh, in uh, news moving away from the United Kingdom now and the United States has recorded the most coronavirus fatalities in a single day. Uh, more than 1,800 fatalities were reported on Tuesday. That is the worst single day of uh, well of any any country, and it is now, I believe, either the fifth or the sixth day of um, well of the United States seeing more than 1,000 coronavirus deaths. So this is very much becoming and is, well, in the worst way possible, earning its position as um, as the new epicentre of this coronavirus. The number of total deaths in the country is now nearly 13,000 uh, and has more than 398,000 confirmed cases, the highest number in the world. Uh, global cases now breaching 1.4 million. Uh, Donald Trump trying to keep positive, saying the US might be getting to the top of the curve. Of course, it is um, well, it's very hard to stay positive at this particular moment in time, especially as the leader of a country under such serious pressure from this virus. Um, 
New York has again seen another uptake in its deaths. It recorded 731 on Tuesday and is nearly uh, about to overtake the entire country of Italy with its number of confirmed cases. Governor Andrew Cuomo says the state appeared to be nearing the peak of its pandemic with hospitals and intensive care admissions down. But of course, that has a slight lag time before it reaches uh, deaths and uh, and um, infections. Uh, so we have firstly the rate of transmission goes down, then the rate of infection, then the rate of hospital admission, then the rate of intensive care admission. And then finally, you see the fall in deaths. Uh, so there's Governor Cuomo urging people to stay inside, continuing with social distancing. This could be um, this could be well slightly troubling over Easter and Passover. There are large gatherings that have been planned. Some people may still go along with that. So we will have to wait and see if there is a slight bubble for an after Easter period. Um, but New Yorkers have been told to avoid large gatherings as those festivities approach. Um, elsewhere in the United States, uh, the state of Wisconsin pressed on with a primary election on Tuesday. Um, that was a Democratic primary, I believe, uh, between Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. Uh, the governor had tried to postpone this election um, and there was a statewide stay-at-home order amid, amid this uh, coronavirus. But um, despite the governor's attempts to postpone the primary to June, uh, on Monday, the Supreme Court of Wisconsin blocked that decision. Uh, local offices and all the way up to the presidential nominee were on the ballot paper uh, and they are the first state in three weeks to hold a primary with in-person voting. Um, it actually imposed its lockdown on the 25th of March. Um, it was, well, quite an interesting decision for the Supreme Court to make there, I feel. Uh, we'll have to wait and see if there are any uh, adverse effects from, uh, well, from that lapse in the quarantine. Going back to uh, Donald Trump, um, Donald Trump's press conferences on Tuesday, he said that um, Donald Trump attacked the World Health Organization, saying it issued bad advice and was too focused on China. Um, he decided to use this press conference at a time of an international pandemic to say that the US would be withholding money meant for the World Health Organization, um, saying the WHO really blew it for some reason, funded largely by the United States, yet very China-centric. Um, that would possibly just be, of course, that China was the epicenter of this pandemic, and therefore a lot of funding was directed there in the early period. Um, obviously, Donald Trump has a very particular narrative he wants to be pushing. Um, but the United States... Uh, it is thought that as many as 240,000 people in the U.S. could die, according to the president's task force. Um, but uh, Mr. Trump is reluctant to discuss any of this further, but that the U.S. might be on track for fewer deaths than originally predicted. And he is saying the U.S. might be getting to the top of the curve of the outbreak. Of course, Donald Trump had recently been very focused on trying to get everyone open again before Easter. That, of course, will not be, be happening. They will not be opening in four days. But um, we will have to wait and see what actually happens there. 
Do now turn to Europe, and it looks as if France is on its way to receiving the unwanted title of the current European epicentre. It has now taken another uptake in its new cases. France's death toll has passed 10,000 after a rise in the number of nursing home deaths. Over 10,000 people have died from the virus since the 1st of March, and uh, well, in the past 24 hours, over 600 deaths have been reported from nursing homes their daily deaths are now uh, i believe over 800 in the last day and the french president emmanuel macron has decided to well instigate some tougher lockdown procedures uh, france has been under lockdown since the 15th of march and paris is now banning outdoor exercise between 10 a.m and 7 p.m that comes in the face of a sunny weekend uh, which was actually felt in the UK as well. But in France, large groups of people were running and walking in the city's parks despite their police control. Um, this is uh, slightly worrying as we're seeing the curves start to drop down in Spain and Italy. Uh, it is worrying that another European country is now seeming to, to rise up to maybe challenge for that. Uh, we know France's curve is starting to creep worryingly close to some of the Spanish and Italian curves. Um, Spain obviously had a much faster pandemic, uh, just there's a time lag, so they are meeting the same point on the Italian curve sort of around about now, um, but much uh, later because they were behind in terms of the actual start date of their pandemic, but um, they've followed a much faster track to really catch up with Italy. We don't want to see that happening in France, and of course, Worryingly for the United Kingdom, the um, most recent comparable country that Sir Patrick Valance has been comparing the UK to has been France. So we do not want to, uh, well, do not want to see this. Um, in other European news, Mauro Ferrari, the head of the European Research Council and the sort of top scientist at the European Union, has quit. Um, he has condemned the European Union's poor response, or disappointing response, sorry, to this pandemic. Um, he has said that he was sort of tied up by bureaucracy. Uh, he does not feel as though that the response from the European Union was, well, anywhere near good enough, it would seem. He uh, has quit his job and has launched a scathing attack on the European Union from uh, the point of view of the scientific response to COVID-19. Again, citing bureaucracy for that. Um, in Germany, infections have passed the 100,000 mark, but again, their, their testing and their quarantine measures came into force quite fast, and we're hoping to see a much lower curve. Um, as well as that, South Korea, again, seeing falls in the numbers of cases. Uh, and we are hoping, again, to see them stay well below what we might have expected for South Korea. Um, but South Korea's response has been, uh, well, widely praised and has seen very low numbers of deaths. Uh, just finally, to turn again to Japan, that stay-at-home order and the quarantine um, Tokyo, Osaka and uh, a number of other provinces there's now a month long state of emergency lockdown in those areas to try and contain what is actually uh, going to be spreading uh, well going to be spreading throughout China uh, sorry Japan 
uh, if there are not controls put in place. Um, and on a final piece of good news, just before we go, the city of Wuhan, the original epicenter of this virus, has officially ended its lockdown. Um, people are leaving Wuhan for the first time. The lockdown has now been partially lifted. Uh, we will have to wait and see. But after this two-month lockdown, people are now finally uh, allowed to leave the city of Wuhan after 76 days of lockdowns. Flights and train services are leaving the city and the highway toll gates have reopened. Um, residents are now free to, to leave uh, after Wuhan's extensive and very tough set of quarantine restrictions. Um, by mid-February they weren't able to leave their residential compounds and now, uh, well, now they are back into into well into society, into wider society. We will have to see if any things come out um, from Wuhan as these restrictions are lifted. Right then, that is all the time we have for today on the Politics Unbox podcast. I'd like to thank you very much for listening. I hope to see you around again soon for the next one. Stay safe and goodbye. Thank you.